Hello, everyone. Oh, yeah. I can't. I don't do well with politics at all. It's a tough thing to talk about. It is, and I don't really keep up with it that much. It's, so it's like... I've been keeping up over quarantine, and it's, it's almost too much sometimes. Yeah. It's hard to, like, step away from it. It is, dude. It's everywhere. You feel, like, just sucked in. It's bad. Ben's really into it, too. Really? Yeah, I'll keep track of it, but like, I, yeah, mm-hmm, oh, there 100% is, one of those being, going out and a Bambi, <laughs> a Bambi, I've never shot a Bambi before, actually, I want to, but I haven't yet, I got a bow recently this year, because I want to get a bow hunting, and that's going to be my goal next year. Yeah, nice. compound bow. So you've just been hunting like uh, ducks, really. Okay. That's really it. That's the only hunting I do. Um, just ducks. Yeah, ducks, hogs. That's really it. Hogs? What are you shooting the hog with? Uh, my AR-15. Yeah, I'm shooting a Razorback. Well, listeners just got triggered. <laughs> Yes, bro. Dude, that was so fun. That was like six years ago. I think when I was 20. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, so you can buy... So to buy a pistol, you have to be 21. But if it's through like a private sale, you can be like 18 or older. It's weird. But to buy an AR, you just have to be like 18 or older. Same thing with the shotgun. Yeah, it's only a handgun. Yeah, it's only a handgun where you have to be 21. If you want to buy from like Academy or Bass Pro. Um, I honestly don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's just, it's just like the law, but all I know is if it's private, like a private sale, you can just be 18 or older and just go get yourself one. Dude, I was actually looking into this. I, um, I looked up the laws Oh yeah, I think that everyone needs a gun. Oh yeah. With the <laughs> like, what are you doing, Jack? Go return it. <laughs> I bought it from a gun show, I think, 
it was around six hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, it was basically a private sale, but it was still one of those, uh, yeah, it was like, a, yeah, it was basically a private sale. So you'll have people walking around gun shows that like sell their guns personally. Okay. And then some, you have like vendors, which are like actual FFL dealers where people who are authorized to sell guns. FFL? Yeah. So let's, so if you're buying from an FFL, that's when you have to be 21 and older. What's an FFL? Um, Honestly, don't know exactly what it stands for. Jack, do you mind looking it up for me? Yeah, it's a licensor, but I don't know. Okay, so federal firearm license is what it stands for. Yeah. So like you have to have a you you have to have a license to be a uh, FFL dealer. So like basically these people are the guys that like that place we shot at. Um, they're an FFL dealer because they have a license to like take guns in and sell guns. Like yeah, they can take inventory of like Glocks and all that. Yeah. So like you can actually sign up to be an FFL dealer like at your house. Like people can mail you guns. So like let's say I bought a gun in Florida. And I need that gun to ship to me in Texas. I can um, contact the people in Florida and be like, hey, I need my gun um, shipped. And the closest FFL dealer is your address. So basically, I contact you saying, hey, I'm having a gun shipped to you. And that's where you can do this whole transaction of like, it gets shipped to you for a lesser cost and like a bigger store and picking it up. Yeah. So like if I got it shipped to you, it'd be like $20. But if I got it shipped to that place that we shot at, it's like seventy five. Oh, yeah, on top of what you bought it for. Okay. Bought the gun for. Do people do that? They, it's like mm, yeah, so yeah, like they're yep. Yeah. Because they'll charge like that twenty dollar fee is their fee. So they're making twenty dollars off every gun that's shipped to them. And then they sell it? And then no, no. It's basically just like a transaction. Okay. So, so like Yeah, yeah, they're not buying or selling anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah, you have to sign all the paperwork through them, too. And that's how you're receiving the gun. So they're selling it for you? No, they're... It's more of like... So why would you ship one to an FFL? So, let's say you go buy a gun online. Okay, like you go buy one at Academy. They don't have any stores. Or Academy is, a, I guess, a bad example. Let's say... So there's a website called Gun Prime. Or Grab a Gun, all right? So basically, these are like stores. I don't even know where they're located, but it's like an online store. Okay. Let's say you go in, you buy a Glock, and it has to get shipped to you. And it can't get shipped directly to your house because you need to fill out all this paperwork and all this stuff uh, to buy a gun. Okay. So in order to, for that to happen, you have to go to an FFL dealer. So it can be anyone with a license. Like It can be that store we shot at, or it can be someone's house who is an authorized FFL dealer like they don't have to sell buy and sell guns like they're just an FFL licensed person yeah basically you pick it up from them and you fill out the paperwork there okay. yeah yeah so when I bought my first gun it was from a private seller in the gun show like you have people 
that are like actual vendors and then some people like walk around like actually selling their personal guns yeah so that's who i bought mine from Yeah, it was a Glock 19X. Oh yeah, I could talk about this all day probably. This was my first pistol. Yeah, I think you shot this one, maybe. Yep. Uh, no, it is not the American version. I wish it was. So it shoots, uh... It shoots nine, yeah. So all these pistols I have shoot nine. And that's, like, the standard... That's, yeah, it's, like, their most, yeah. That was a nice gun. Honestly thought about buying one again. Did you sell it? Yeah, I sold it and bought a regular Glock 19 and built that up. So this is, the, like, the... Yeah, so this is a 19X... Um, so basically, uh, a 19 is like a smaller pistol and then you have a 17, which is called a full size pistol, which is a lot bigger. So basically this is a mix between those two guns, a 19 and a 17. So you have a 17 frame, which is the grip size. So you have a lot bigger grip, but a shorter slide, the size of a 19. So it's like a little hybrid. Yeah. A lot, a lot of people like the bigger grip cause you like, it's a lot more comfortable in your hand. But they don't like the longer slide because it's, I guess, too heavy and like, yeah. like takes too long to like aim and stuff like that. And especially if you're concealed carrying, you don't want that thing just poking at you. So it's a good crossover, but as is yeah. pros and cons. Okay. It's the same compact. That makes sense. Yeah. If you're concealed carry. And then it holds. It holds, yeah. It holds uh, 17 and then plus one, so like 18, yeah. You can get extended mags. So, yeah, um, so what I carry is called a, um, tier one concealed holster. It's a sidecar. So basically you have the gun and then next to it as a mag carrier. So basically I'll show you a picture. So, you so yeah, you can, you carry. So basically when I'm around, I'll carry around, let me see, like, like 30 something rounds, like total when I carry. Um, so it's like this, let me show you. Yeah, I think it's the way to go. Having Okay, so he's showing me kind of what he just said, the, the holster and then in front of it. Yeah, so you have the gun and then you have the mag right next to it. It's all one holster. Okay. Yeah. Is that your holster? Yeah. <laughs> I've That's not I saw concealed. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, no. Right. I mean, I mean it's tucked in my shirt, so no one's going to see it. It's more like for myself like True. It's just for fun. Protection. Yeah. Yeah, so let's say, yeah, you have to have your license to carry, to actually carry it, like conceal carry it. Um, but if you were to carry it in your car, that's, you don't need a license for it because it's just like having it in your house. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's in your property, yes. Yep. As long as it's like concealed away, though. Like it can't just be like chilling in your seat or like in your cup holder. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I actually did get pulled over once coming back from my buddy's ranch. 
Um, and I had like three gun. I had like three guns on me. No, I was I was in the far left lane, and I got all the way over to the right lane without using my signal, and he was behind me. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, guess I'm getting lit up." <laughs> Uh, no, I honestly wasn't thinking about it because I, I knew I was fine. Like, I had my license. Like, none of these guns were just chilling out in the, like, open. Um, the only thing I was really worried about was my tent, window tent. Yeah, I had, I had, like, 5% tent on my old car. And so, like, the first thing I did was, like, roll down my front windows. And I was like, all right, I'm good now. I should be good. He comes up. He's like... Do you know why I pulled you over? I was like, honestly, no, I don't. And he's like, well, you got over four lanes without using signal. I was like, ah, yes. Yeah. And he's like, all right, you have your license? I said, yes. I also have my license to carry. And he's like, awesome. Um, where, like, where are your guns? I was like, all right, I have one on me on my appendix. I have one in my um, glove box. And then I have my rifle in the trunk. And he's like, all right, just stay put. And they came back, kind of like chatted up a storm with me, asking if I like off-roaded because he saw that a CB radio. And we kind of just BSed around. He's like, all right, we'll be safe. Have a good night. Drove off. And I was like, gosh, thank you. No, no ticket. Wow. Just a warning. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I think if you cooperate with the police, it's a lot better. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get deep into it, but my take on that is like if you're going to defund the police, then don't call them whenever you need help. Exactly. Like I see all these videos of like people like, oh, let's defund the police. Next thing you know, they're calling the cops. Yeah. And like, okay, well, if you defund them, who's going to be there when you call? Yeah, it's like, who are you going to call when shit goes sideways? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you defunded them. Who, who's going to be there now? Like, uh, no one's going to be there. Yeah. So it's just like, it's. I completely agree. It's stupid. I mean, like, I get how people are angry, but you got to think of it like a long term way. Like, this whole storm's going to be over soon at some point. Yeah, same. And it's just going to be back to normal. And then, like, if you don't have cops, who are you going to call, like, when you're when you're shot or, like, something? Yeah, exactly. And that leads me to another thing of, like, having a gun. Like, you're your own first responder in your situation. So, like, you pulling a gun on someone is quicker than a cop coming up from you being shot at, you know? Exactly, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, not pulling a gun out isn't always the best thing ever. Because if you're pulling a gun out, like, my case, when I carry, like, if I'm pulling a gun out, like, I'm pulling the trigger. Like, I have to pull the trigger. Because, yeah, you know, like, that's when your situation is, like, you are just, like, low. Like, you just have to do it. So, like, that's literally my last resort. Like, last, last resort is just yeah but yeah i am prepared for it i'm prepared yeah i'm prepared for the consequences obviously that have to happen after you pull a gun even if it's like to protect yourself um practice yes practice a lot 
um, safety and all that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, 360 no scopes. <laughs> Mm, probably, yeah. Yeah. For sure, and I, I mean, I can see how people are scared of it, but you have to get comfortable, comfortable around your own tool yeah. for you to be like well trained in it. Yeah. So, like, sometimes, like you know, people who are like don't see guns often. We'll pick a good gun, like an empty gun, just be like terrified still. And then like people who are comfortable and they're like, Oh, it's just another tool, like it's just another hammer or a drill or whatever. Yeah, or like like it's lighter. yeah, it's nothing new. Like a lighter. Yeah. I agree. Because I know when so when you first took me, I was very skittish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's still there. Okay. I think shoot point blank. <laughs> shoot point blank. Yeah. yeah. It's literally right on Cooper. And so we go in and we had to sign waivers and everything. You already had your weapons. You just brought them in. Mm-hmm. Or tools. Tools. Weapons. <laughs> I didn't correct myself. <laughs> um, and then we go into like the... They call that the shooting, shooting bay. bay. Yeah. The, the shooting bay, yeah. Oh, I don't know. That's the one thing I remember the most. Um, there was a guy next to us who was shooting a scar, and it sounded like a bomb. Boom, 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 boom. And I couldn't focus. I was, I was waiting for him to shoot it, and I was just kind of like, oh my god. <laughs> I had, I'd like to do that again. I mean, uh, Let's do it, man. Yeah, the only thing is, like, the whole ammo thing, like, yeah, and it's so low right now, like, there's just no ammo, and if there is, it's, like, overpriced, overpriced, so, yeah, so, Academy has nothing, like, it is just nothing. Uh, no, they have guns, but it's only, like, a limited amount, they don't have any, like, like, pistol calibers or anything like that, only they have is, like, shotgun shells for hunting. Um, yeah, you can order it online. You got, you just have to be lucky at this point to find some, or if you're willing to wait, pay like overpriced for it. So like, let's say a thousand, I, I buy usually a thousand rounds each time. It costs me like either like somewhere between like two fifty dollars or $300. Now it's like 600 to like a thousand dollars anywhere in that range. So if you're willing to pay that much, you can find ammo. But me, I'm just like. I have enough, and like I'm, I'm gonna wait. Like I'm not that stupid. I'm not gonna pay at seven hundred dollars for a thousand rounds. So it's just like, that's why. That's like another reason why you should stock up. Cause like reasons like this, like you never know what's gonna happen. So like I'll usually, I'll usually go buy like if I drive by Academy, I'll go buy like a box each time, or just buy in bulk, kind of stock up. Yeah. I mean, also some people just stock up to stock up and like some people actually stock up to train with, which kind of sucks. Like you're taking away someone else's like training because you're stocking up just to have it, you know, 
So it's just like, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, oh, I'm sure it'll go back soon. I heard that everything was coming back slowly, like ammo's coming back for like regular price now. Some, if you can find them. Um, I mean, Academy still sells them for a regular price, but it's just people just buy them so quickly. So it's just like, yeah. They did, yeah, and at Dick's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Academy, Bass Pro, okay. Shooting Rangers, Cabela's. And so to buy like an AR, do you have to do anything special? No, it's just it's the same process. Yeah, buying a gun like any gun is the same process. Like a sniper. Yeah, even even a rifle. Yeah. I could buy one at Walmart right now. Oh yeah, if they had it. Yes. Uh, I could go to Point Blank and buy one. Yeah, if they if it had one, yeah, it's just buying a regular gun. Um, anywhere from five hundred to twenty thousand dollars. Like it can literally be anywhere. Yeah, well you have like it it depends on like brand wise too. Like you can buy, let's say What's the premier Dude, it can be like Geisley, HK. Yeah, just go ahead and Like Daniel Defense, you have all these nice, and you have like more that are like higher tier than that too. So it's like, it's yeah, wild. It yeah. Like yeah. That's a, so that's a twenty-two. That's a smaller rifle. Here, look up, look up, Geisley. It's G. E I S S uh E L E That's that second one. So just go to like firearms. Um that one. So and this rifles. On this? Yeah. Mm. So some of these like law enforcement's use, um, but the city has to like approve them before oh, okay. stuff. So like yeah, like these are just the rifle itself is like twenty two hundred dollars. Without the mag. Without yeah, without nothing. It's just the rifle, like no optic, nothing. Yeah. Dude, hunting is nice. Hunting is fun. I think it's fun. It looks a lot like a blast. It is. Especially so you're hunting ducks. Mm. Do you sit like a blind? Yeah, so I hunt public land since I don't have any friends that have like private land. Um so you actually can't bring your own blind, but you can make it make your own whenever you get there, like out of like tree branches and all this crap. So that's the fun part, I think, is making your own blind out of scratch the night, of, like the morning of. So, yeah. So do you camp on the public land? It depends where. Um, 
So I usually go to Lake Grapevine okay. and hunt. Um, so that's only like a 40 minute drive ish. Um, so Lake Grapevine, I'll probably <laughs> with the voice, <laughs> um, I'll wake up at like four. Um, I'll be out the door by like four twenty, and I'll be on my way there. <laughs> I'll be on my way there. So with public spots, it's basically first come first serve. So your goal is to beat everyone out there, even if there's no one going, cause you know, you never know what's going to happen. So I actually have a story about that too. So, um, I'm just going to finish this one first. But you, yeah, you, you just remember it. Okay. So basically I'll get there probably around five and I'll sit in the car a little, like we'll all sit in the car a little bit and get some, oh, backtrack a little bit. We always stop at a Seven Eleven, get some snacks, get some Red Bulls. So we'll pull up at like five ish, kind of just chill in the car. And then, um, so we do sometimes, um, we have our own, we all have our own backpacks that carry our own stuff, like our shells, food, water and stuff like that. Yeah. These ducks, ducks are actually, ducks are like pretty stupid <laughs> if I'm being honest. <laughs> so that's like the first one I yeah. Do. Yeah. So duck, that's why I like duck hunting. Like you can mess around, horse around and, and you'll still, and you'll still be able to shoot them. I mean, you can horse around to a certain amount, like not saying like, oh, like actually like run around and stuff, but like, you can talk up a storm if you wanted to. And, then they just and yeah, they just, yeah. Like when you see them flying, that's when you kind of settle down a little bit. You're like, okay. Like, but yeah, we'll kind of sit in the car, put some music on, jam a little bit. Well, so usually we'll, so basically you shoot, you can shoot 30 minutes before sunrise. So the past couple times I'm gone, sunrise has been like six twenty something. Okay. Yeah, so you can go thirty minutes before, but we go probably. Uh, I say we probably set up around like five forty-five ish, around that time. So like we get out the car, okay. crank up some music, and just get ready. Yeah, um, um. So some people. Yeah, it could be deer season, but so this this lake is just so massive that like some some white tailed deers are like on the other side of the lake, so it's like doesn't really interfere. Okay. Um, so you're not with yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, so we'll basically get ready, carry all our decoys, our backpacks, our guns, and chairs, and all that out to the spot. Throw. It's the ones that like float in the water. Those little ducks, and then you have the mojos with our, which are the uh, like the ones that like spin their wings in the water. Whoa. Yeah, it's like a live motion decoy. Does it matter which one um, no, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, okay. as long as it's a duck, they'll they'll land. Um, so yeah, so you have like. Yeah, mm, so you have like the lake. We hunt kind of a little like, uh, what do you want to call it? You wear waders. Yeah, you wear waders. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. yeah. <laughs> so how do you build the uh... the blind? Yeah. So, um, usually like since these public spots, like there'll be people there already, like who have been in that spot. So like somewhat of a blind we set up. Um, 
So basically all you do is like find like broken tree branches, shove them into the mud or ground, okay. just stack like a bunch of branches together. Like over you, kind of like no, so it's just basically like a wall. You're making like a little right angle wall. Uh, yeah. And then Although like I guess half box wall. Um, yeah, so basically just towards the water. So where we, where we hunt is like water, um, in front of us and then land to our right. But there's like a little Creek around that land. Um, but, but the sun comes on our right side. So basically our barrier is a little half of box, but longer and kind of taller on our right side to block that sun. Um, if everyone helps, cause I usually go with like three or four people and we all kind of split our jobs. So it's pretty quick. Yeah. The funniest part is like you, you build it at night. So like all this is happening in the crack of dawn, like it is dark. We're using like headlamps. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, you're just like, ah, like, heck yeah. Like this is fun. And like, you think this is the best blind ever. Sunlight comes up and you look at it. It's like, this sucks. Cause you can see right through. But it doesn't matter if you're still and wearing camo, whatever camo, like you're bound to kill something. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. So you can do face paint. A thing I learned with duck hunting, you can get, grab a cork from like a wine bottle, light it up, and like the ashes, I guess whatever it is that come from it, like you can literally rub on your face. And it doesn't like it's easier. It comes off easier too, and it's cheap. Perfect. And you get alcohol with it, so. <laughs> but so, no see like that's when that's when it's like alcohol and gun like that doesn't mix so yeah yeah alcohol and gun drugs and gun none of that mixed together if you have them together just go ahead and uh take yourself to jail <laughs> <laughs> Yes. It, that's basically what happened. So, same thing. We set up, okay. Um, we went out there early. Like, we probably beat, like, we beat a few people out there. And we set up, everything set up. Literally left, walked back to the car to grab something. Probably took, like, 15, 20 minutes, okay. Came back, and people were in our spot. And I was like, I literally yelled. I said, hey, what are y'all doing? And they're like, we're setting up. I said, no, you're not, because we're hunting here. And he's like, he's like, what are you talking about? Like, we didn't see you when you come in. And we're like, dude, we threw out our decoys and everything. They're like, dude, it's not there. Basically, got into this argument. And I, hold on. Basically, got into this argument. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm not leaving. Like, I was here first. Like, I can show you. We walk up to our spot. Um, we, I, I had three. They probably had three, two, three or four. But they had a boat and a dog, and a dog. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, dude. So basically, we walk up to our spot. Our decoys were not there, and I was like, I was like, these these hoes just took my decoys. Like I'm down a hundred dollars now, and I was like, I was like, all right, well, what happened? I was, I literally yelled. I said, all right, well, what happened to my decoys? Like, what did y'all do with them? And 
my buddy was also like in it. He was like, dude, like we literally threw him out. Like, what'd y'all do? Did y'all take him? Like, no one came in here, so it was just y'all. And they're like, no, like denying all this stuff. And we looked in our decoy bag, which holds like our decoys, and apparently they threw them on the bag for us. And at this point, I was just like, just pissed. And I was, and it was like thirty minutes before shooting time. And I was like, I was like, dude, listen, like, you have a boat. Can you go somewhere else? Like, we don't have a boat. He was like, nah, man, like, I can't do that. It's 20 minutes before shooting time. I'm like, all right, well, screw you, dude. So, basically, we had to go set up a different spot. It was kind of, it kind of sucked, but it kind of didn't. But the bad thing is that, like, all our strings to our decoys were, like, tangled up. So, like, when we pulled them, yeah, they took them out the water, threw them in the bag, like, all tangled up. So, like, we had to untangle them, and it was just, yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the public life land or public land life so that happens, yeah so that happens that's why like if you're what i don't know it was at night all i knew we were playing <laughs> that that hunt was just a bs hunt at that point so like i told my buddies like if if you see a duck coming into their spot like let me know and i will literally shoot in the air and scare off these ducks like i will play defense against these people so like the whole day like they were calling them in i was calling them in and I was just like shooting my shotgun before they landed just to scare them off and just like playing. I was like, dude, y'all pissed me off. But yeah, that's if you're hunting public for the first time, I would recommend you get up there, get out there, sit up early and just, yeah, just sit. I mean, have some bro time, just sit out there and chill. So, yeah. Um, it depends like on opening day um yeah there's a lot of people but we usually go on the weekdays whenever when all the adults are working you know so it's a lot better so yeah so so everyone has to be like i think 50 yards away from each other that's the general rule um and from finding our spots, you go scouting. So we'll go out there in the evening or in the morning, like before season or something like that, and go like kind of sit out there and see where these ducks are going. And then even when you're hunting, you can scout. Like you see where these ducks are flying across, like where they're like kind of landing and all that. Try to hunt there next time. Interesting. Yeah. But. So is that a big, do you have to scout? I think so, yes. Um, if you want to kill more ducks, obviously. And it kind of helps you experience, like, what these ducks are doing and, like, how they're migrating and when they're getting up and stuff. Like, under, literally, like, understand what these ducks are doing. But, like, this season, it hasn't been cold at all. It's been pretty warm here. Yeah, until to, literally today. Um, so, it's been warm. These ducks like the cold weather, so they haven't been flying at all. It's been slow. Let me tell you. But, hopefully... After today and after the New Year's, hopefully it'll be actually cold, like a, a good cold front where it's like, you know, in the same weather, not just spiking to like the freaking 100 degrees in one day like to where they're flying. Yeah. yeah like, wild. yeah. So do you, when you're kind of posted up in your spot and it gets time to shoot, is that when y'all like start getting the calls? Yeah. So um, we throw out the decoys, obviously. We have them set up and... Like I said, you can shoot 30 minutes before. Um, so around that time, around that 30-minute that mark, we'll kind of give them some calls. Um, 
and that's like telling them like hey we're here yeah we're telling them like like as ducks like we're here yeah we're here we're feeding come here kind of so like kind of just to get to get their attention and yeah so they wake up they fly to go eat and then they'll fly back to basically nap so between that that's when you kind of that's kind of kind of take them out the sky um Um, no, so you can use a 12 gauge, 20 gauge, um, but you're using, this is a bigger, bigger shot, um, out of the shotgun. Um, but you have to use steel shots. So with dove, it's more, it's a lead shot. Yeah. Cause yeah, obviously steel is stronger and these ducks are bigger and then you have, yeah. Cause I've never shot a dove with steel shot, but I'm sure if I shot it, that thing would go poof. <laughs> <laughs> it would pop. Yeah. And then they come and you, it's, you said it's, I mean, kind of easy. You just like aim it. Uh, it's kind of easy. It depends. You got to lead them. Yes. Depends on the ducks too. Cause you have like teal, which are like quick and tiny. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, you got to lead them. It's, it's kind of, it's tough. It's uh, waiters just walk in. Yeah. No, depends on where you hunt though. Like some, some like water is like, there's like drop offs or kind of gets deep. So you got to like, grab like a stick and something like to fish them in. Yeah. But other than that, like grapevine is like probably like knee deep. It's not bad at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, no. So usually we'll do that back at home. Um, so basically you just kind of pull off the, like the belly hair or you can like kind of roll them a little bit. It's weird. I like the plucking part, but basically just get the, you de-breast them. That's really it. You can make like poppers, duck steak. I never had that actually, but poppers is really what I do. It is dude. I'll bring you some next time. I have some in the fridge. I just haven't, I'm just trying to collect more and make a whole big meal out of it. <laughs> Debreast them, yep. Debreast them and then just put them in the bag and just throw them in the trash. So you just grab the breast meat? Yeah, yeah. You cut out the breast meat and that's really all you. That's all they yeah. give? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all they give, really. Yeah, I guess it's kind of easier than what I was expecting. Yeah, so it's not like a, it's not like a deer yeah, where you got to like do that whole process, yeah. Yeah, but it's it's pretty gamey. It's pretty gamey, but it ta- I think it tastes good if you can handle the game. I mean, what's the what's the gamey taste compared to like a like a raw steak? Like a, oh, n- nothing. It's like a steak. No, it's like a lot more. Yeah. Okay. Have you had like Have you had lamb before? Yeah, but it's been forever. So I would say I would say it's almost like a lamb, okay. gamey wise. Maybe, maybe more. You'll have to try it. But yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to explain. Yeah. Yeah. Seasoning some steaks tonight. Um, I think they're just New York strips. Nothing too special, but it'll do the job. It'll, yeah, it'll do the job. It'll do the job. Dude, I've been, um, since I don't hunt, I'm doing butcher 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Send you a bunch of meat. Yeah. Compound bow, dude. Dude. Oh my gosh, bro! Elk hunting is on my list of things I want to do. You can do a bow or a gun, but or a rifle. Um, but I want to hunt it with a bow. I think bow hunting is. I've never gone, obviously, but getting into it, just shooting a bow in general is so fun. Um. Yeah. Do you know who Cameron Haynes is? Bro. Dude. Yes. He is the man. He is the man. Bro. He is the especially for bow hunting, he is the man. He the man is, is like fucking... he's ripped. <laughs> yeah, bro. He is a savage, dude. Oh my gosh. He runs you know he runs like a marathon a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he has a regular job at a bow shop. Yeah, he has a re- yeah, he has a regular eight to five, nine to five, whatever it is, job. And he's like been working there for like twenty five years. And bow hunts, elks. Yeah. He gets some big bulls, like he's they good, just. He's a good advocate for hunting. Yeah, yeah. Like when I hear him on the Joe Rogan podcast talk about bow hunting, it's like kind of the first time I heard about that, and you know, that's one of my regrets. I didn't really get involved with it, but um, he's a great advocate. And he talks about it well. Yeah. Something I want to get involved with. It's just I got Yeah. Speaking of Cameron Haynes, a quote that I watched a video from his YouTube video is. Uh, no, 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 no. It's, if you make friends with pain, you'll never be alone. Oh, Yeah. So, we have a chalkboard in our house, and that's written on there. But I think it's, yeah, I love watching his videos. It's very motivating, and, like, it makes me want to go sh- shoot an elk. Because <laughs> it's just, like, you're traveling, you're hiking, like, all these miles in the mountains, like, by yourself, basically. And you're stalking these uh, big bulls, like the male elk. Um, That's a whole and yeah, you, like you got to watch the wind. Yeah, like you're silent. Know. Well, the, the, he's hunting with bows, so like all he has is just his compound bow. Yeah, we well, can go out there with a rifle if you wanted to. Oh yeah, you could. In the future, if I'm good, but your first one would be yeah. Ah, oh, dude. <laughs> no, they'll they'll probably run away from you because you're shooting from like, oh, he sh- shoots probably from like anywhere from like sixty to like a hundred yards. I, sh- I think, I might be wrong, but he shoots pretty far. So it's like, yeah. You gotta pack the meat. Like you gotta hike out of there with the elk. Yeah. So I think it'd be fun. Go on one of those hunts. Oh, 100%. It's just the 
the cost of it and all that stuff is out of my price range right now. Yeah. Because, like, you can go hunt in New Mexico, but it's, like, uh, public land, too. But you have to, like, pay to get drawn for a tag to hunt there. So it's yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah, like a guided hunt. Okay. Yeah, you can do guided hunts. Um, Is that like a guarantee you're going to shoot one? Like <sighs> yeah, I'd probably say so, yeah. Because these, I mean, these guided hunts, like these outfitters know what these like animals are doing. Like it's their job to know what these animals are doing and where they'll be and all this stuff. That's so, cool yeah, I'm, I'm planning on going a uh, Canadian gu- uh, geese hunt. No, it'd be like in like Lubbock or something like that. Or you can do like a snow geese hunt in like Nebraska in like February. But that's only like $300, which isn't too bad. Okay. I mean, you can probably shoot a few here, but it's just going to be harder to find. Um, so do you all have multi ground shotgun? Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. Much did those cost? I think mine was like $450. Okay. It's not too bad. But mine's a pump, though. Mine's not like a semi automatic. Like those get up to like the thousands. Yeah. Mm, I like them. It's nice. You don't have to pump it every time you shoot. Sometimes, like, I'll forget because, like, obviously all my other guns are, like, semi. And I forget, like, this one shotgun is a pump. I'll shoot once and then, like, press it again and be like, why is it that shooting? Damn. Then I'll remember be like, oh, it's a pump. Yeah. So you gotta, you know, save some money and invest. Yeah. I want to, but it's, like, a pump is rel- a lot more reliable than a semi because you have, like, less working parts and, like, yeah yeah because like your pump is from you working the action yeah instead of like gas so it's just like less things to like worry about but then again you have like you have to physically do it yourself it's like yeah it's a trade-off no not at all it's just like it takes obviously longer because if you have a semi let's say you're shooting like three ducks it's like boom 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 me it's like boom 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 it's like like a couple seconds off, but I mean, I'll do, I'll do the job. The job done, yeah, that's the thing. That's why I can't get myself to buy a semi yet. I'm just like, it gets the job done. Okay. It kills ducks. So, have you gone on any other hunts besides? Yeah, that's really what it started on. I've gone on a. Hunt a deer? Yeah, that's my goal next year. Yeah, nice. Okay. That's my goal. That's that is my goal. Yeah. Twenty twenty one is my goal is to kill a buck. Yes. I'll kill a bandy, but my goal is to kill a buck. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and delete, delete that part so I don't go to I don't go to jail. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's my goal. Um I guess how am I gonna get there? Um, obviously shooting my bow more, being more comfortable with it, okay, with so further shots. Oh yeah, I'm I'm shooting I'm shooting a deer, like with my bow. Yeah, deer and bow season. And then if I get a chance to do it during rifle season, okay. I'll try and get another one. But my goal, my first goal is to do, is to get one with my bow. Okay. That's what I want to do. Um. Dude, let's go shoot. I have my bow at home, so we can shoot whenever. I brought it home, yeah. How long are you in the 
uh, probably till like a couple more weeks, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, bow first and then rifle. So shoot more, get more comfortable with my longer range shots, um, fix some things on my bow. Um, and then the second one, the, this one's the hardest one, finding, I guess, connections to where people will let me hunt on their land. That's, that's the toughest one. Cause obviously like besides that, you're going to have to go on a guided hunt, which costs some money. Yeah. Really? Yeah, but he's my small world. They go hunting. They have a deer lease um, around here somewhere, and I'm always like, I've been pushing to like ask him, you know, if I can go out there and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the connection would be there. Though. Yeah, yeah. I also want to learn like about like deer hunting because like if you have land, like you have to like do food plots and all this stuff yeah and like actually like all this hard work i mean like i'm willing to learn but it just takes time and all this stuff that's a good investment in like learning something yeah Mm -hmm. yep shoot an animal like that yeah i think it's different from ducks for sure because it's like like the first time i shot i think the first time i shot a duck i was like dang that's kind of sad yeah but it's like not it wasn't like that big of a deal but i think when it's like an animal that big with all like your hard work into it too it's just like oh you're like oh it's finally paid off like i got the animal of my dream and all this stuff so i think that'd be sick No. CWS? No. It's like, I'll look it up, but Cameron Haynes has talked about it a little bit. Uh, it's this disease that turns these um, deer into like zombies. Oh, yeah, like where like the side of their body is just like, yeah, yeah. I've seen videos yeah. and pictures, yeah. I had a guy in my um, freshman year speech class give a speech about it. Really? Yeah, we're just, yeah. I don't know what it's from, but. Um, I honestly haven't been worried about it at all, really. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I honestly haven't been worried about it. Yeah, screw you. <laughs> don't, don't put that up on me. <laughs> Yeah, like that, or just, yeah. Well, um, there's some other stuff that I looked up about, like, um, the hunting arguments for and against. There's apparently, so, my friend Connor Cook has gone hunting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know Connor. He, um, he's always told me, he's been an advocate, that every time you, like, pay to kill an animal, pretty much, or pay to go use private land, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
kind of just like they don't understand what life really is when they when they talk. Like, I get people don't want to like be involved with like the killing process, but this is how. That's how life is. How life works. Yeah. This, this earth has resources in it. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. So, I guess for my 2020, or 2021. 2021. <laughs> yeah, 2020. Yeah, that could, uh, that could be in the dust. Thinking about that. But, um, I want to read more. Yeah. So, I'm just trying to read a book a month. Ooh. Uh, I gotta find the right book for that. Yeah. Um, and then, I want to find a girlfriend. That's a big one for me. I've been out of the game too long. Like depressed, gosh, so that's probably my top two. Um, yeah, you just gotta, yeah, you just gotta nut up and do it. Yeah, you're also getting to that age to where, like, you're gonna get married soon, <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so little resolution. Goals, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Since quarantine. So, l- last February, I actually got a haircut yesterday. A little trim. Yeah. It was about time. <laughs> but it's been... Yeah. Yeah, I was like... Like the awkward stage or like, yes. yeah. You know about it. I know. Oh, I know about it. I've been through. <laughs> that's why, that's why quarantine happened. I was like, oh, it's quarantine. No one's going to look at my hair and I get to wear a hat if I have to go out. So like, why, why not just grow it out? See what it looks like. And then ever since then, I was like, ah, oh, whatever. I'm going to keep it. I'm too lazy to cut it. I like it, bro. I like the Thank form. you. Yeah. Um, what do I use? I think I use Old Spice. Really? Yeah. Or Old Spice or Harry's. I think that's what it is. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I don't know, because I, I use Old Spice deodorant, but apparently it's like... It can go... We could say this about everything. Yeah. Much. It's like, doesn't natural and all that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to preserve my hair, bro. I feel like... Yeah, so with... I, I don't... No. Not really. Huh. No, he wasn't bald. No. Yeah, I got them good hair. I don't have no receding hairline. <laughs> but. <laughs> but no, like. Yeah, there's just um. There's some like speaking of speaking of deodorant, like there's just some deodorant that like I can't use. Like it literally hurt my like it will burn my armpits. Dude. So like I have to find the right ones. Like I don't know what's in it, but I just find one, I stick to it. I literally stick to it. I totally agree with you. So like there's some Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's what I got. But now I'm using the old spice and it's like, 
Yeah, I, yeah. There's like the Old Spice one I'm using now. It works fine. Tom's. I don't know if you use that, but they're not a strong scent, but like they work great. So. Yeah. But yeah, quarantine was. Yep. Um, quarantine was. Where did you start off? What do you mean, like? How was the first quarter, January through? Like before quarantine. So basically, before quarantine happened, we were skiing in New Mexico, and that's when DBU was like, "Hey, you get extra week, extra week of spring break." So we were like, "Ah, oh, yes!" Like we're skiing. Like let's just might as well stay here for like a little longer. But obviously, we didn't. But yeah i think so actually yeah so yeah so we were like that's when kind of things just started like going downhill quick so basically that happened i came home and i was like all right well since all this is happening i'm just gonna go home go home for like a couple of days quarantine world is just shut down and that's when basically like everything just so i had to do school online and Literally school and played a crap ton of COD. I'll tell you that. <laughs> like, it was just, I had a whole routine going. It was actually nice. Um, helped me pass bio, biology too. So we had a practical that we were supposed to have. Didn't have it. Labs only had, like, our labs basically stopped. Like, we didn't have any labs to do. So I was like, oh, thank the Lord. <laughs> it's like, we're good. Biology Yeah, it is. Um, besides that, like, that's really all. And then... After it calmed down a little bit, started coming over here, work out, and then everything, yeah, everything started like somewhat getting back to normal. Went back to work, started living at my other house again, and then, yeah. So it wasn't that bad. Yeah. It honestly went by pretty quick. Twenty, I feel like twenty twenty kind of flew by. Not gonna lie. Like even with all these bad events, like I think it just flew by so quick because literally before quarantine i had my formal had like our formal and then it was spring break and i felt like formal was like yesterday like literally i was like dang dude like this year has just flown by (laughs) wait that is tomorrow (laughs) you're right (laughs) oh my gosh yeah You're right, you were. And I was just kind of like figuring out what I wanted to do and kind of just going through it on my own. Um, and that was cool and everything. It was warm there. I love that place. Um, but COVID happened, I had to come back. And then I started working at warehouse job at Bangkok. Oh, dude. We could do a part two later on. Pause. (laughs) (laughs) Um. 
all eight. Um, you're gonna have like a hundred after having me on here. Yeah. You do, yeah. Yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, like, this is like your thing. I mean, we're at that age where, like, it doesn't matter what other people think. It's you, it's you do you, like, every man for himself. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm gonna start streaming. Um, probably yeah, not yet. My PS4 sounds like it's about to blow up, so I gotta build. I'm trying to build. Either I want to buy a PS5 or build a PC. So, yeah. Mm, same. It is, and it works so much better. Uh, my buddy, one of my best friends, his name is Landon. He goes to DB with uh, with me. He built a PC and started streaming. Um, Dino the Goat, this is your shout-out. You're welcome. Um, but, yeah, he started streaming. I've been playing with him, um, and he loves his PC. It's a lot better than his PS4. He streams on Twitch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you want to watch, well, come watch, come watch, play some Warzone, <laughs> dude. But yeah, um, I want to start streaming. I think it's fun. It looks so fun when he does it. Like he's just being himself with this camera, like pointing at him. Like I was watching him the other day. He was just like playing music, like dancing. I was like, oh my gosh, this is what you do behind the screen, huh? <laughs> so it's just like I think it's fun. You get to talk to people. Like we had a random person that was on a stream join our game. That was kind of cool. Um, yeah, so, like, everyone in our party, like, on our team, like, he joined our game, because, yeah. yeah, So, it was kind of cool, like, he was telling me how it's, like, cool to meet, like, the people who, who, like, follow him and all this stuff, so, so, yeah, I want to start streaming, I think it's fun, I, it looks so fun, but it has to be after I get a new PS5 or a PC, yeah, because my thing sounds like a freaking airplane right now. Every time it started off, it's like, I'm like, dang, freaking got a jet plane in my room. Yeah, my computer started to do that a little bit now. Yeah. It's doing good. Yeah. I don't think you can. I don't know. I know you can build a PC for sure, but. Yeah. Yeah, that's my goal. I want to so bad. Um, yeah. Graduate and then move out. And then I think that's when I'm going to start streaming, have better Wi-Fi and everything. Like everything has to be perfect before I should do it. And that's what he did too. I mean, he streamed at DVU, but it's, the Wi-Fi was so bad that like he was lagging. Like he's not getting the best quality of a stream. So it's like, why not just wait? And like launch it from there, which was a good idea. Now he's like affiliated on Twitch, like people can sub to him and all this stuff, which is great. So good for him, Landon, Landon McClennan. I'll show you, I'll send you uh, his Twitch later. But. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's cool because like, like back to seeing his stream, like he has like all these like cool little transitions and 
all this stuff and like you watch him you and then you watch like let's say like these major like like ninja nick Merckx, and all these like higher up people like comparing them to like okay like that's pretty sick like they're similar and like oh he's like he made it basically almost so it's like it's cool to see how like far people get and like what they're like doing and yeah Mm-hmm. You just gotta send it and don't look back. That's really it. Yeah. Yeah. And I also feel like in this day and age that like all this stuff has been done already before, so it's just like I'm not saying there isn't new material out there, but there's probably not as much. Yeah. So it's just like it's just basically I would say just do what you like and continue doing it, and that's where you're gonna get the most. I don't know. Shit. <laughs> yeah, so get to it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. Yeah, I am, but I'm not going to continue with psychology after. Then I'm going to try and get my MBA. Yeah. But, um, I've always loved business stuff, like marketing, social media, and all that. So it would be great to have like my own actual photography media like company um so like you know my parents had a restaurant so like i grew up around business so i feel like i would stride in that area i think but uh, we'll see we'll see i'm i might not even get my mba i might just start something it's i'm still be- between that right now it's hard so it's just like Yeah, YouTube. I'm telling you, you can learn so much. Oh yeah, I think I remember you telling me about this. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we're going to talk about a 
Um, honestly, not really. Not this year. Yeah. This year has been a lot of more of like children, children psychology, like infants, childs for me. Um, next year though, I have a freaking, uh, 50 page paper or next semester. I have a 50 page paper to write. So I should start on it now. Uh, the class is called research methods. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. So I'm gonna. Um, I think so. Honestly, don't remember. Yeah, it's probably I probably took. It's probably been like, like beginning of college. Like especially since not saying I'm not trying anymore, but like especially since like I'm not doing a psychology. I'm kind of like I'm not so yeah I'm not so invested. It's just like okay, my goal right now is just to get get like get a good grade and continue on with my life yeah so it's kind of like this semester kind of just kind of but i mean some things not all but it's just like i said like if it's something you're interested in like obviously like you'll put your whole heart into it and it's a lot easier to like take in but like since you're like starting to hate it or like getting over it, it's like yeah so that was kind of me this semester. It was just like, all right, like my goal is just to get it over with. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I, I 100%. I think the only class that was interesting to me this year was um, this class called Crisis Intervention. So it's basically like all about crisis and like the law with psychology. So that was interesting to me because like you have these discussion boards that are like, oh, what would you do in this case and all this stuff. So that was that was probably the most interesting class and the most I've learned in the class. Um, I think it was one person so i think it was one this couple comes in or not comes in this couple tells you um that i guess they broke up and like the guy's going through it more than the girl and he's like has those thoughts like the those like suicidal thoughts and like it, the discussion's like what would you do like what are the steps you would do and all this stuff so yeah and basically like what i said was um Basically talk to this guy one-on-one, -on -one, obviously, like, see how he's feeling. And then, do, like, if it gets to a certain point, like, you might have to call 911. You might not have to. Like, it's basically, like, feeling out the story and how he's feeling. Because, yeah. Yeah, it does. Your dogs are going wild. <laughs> but, yeah. I think you have to feel out the situation and kind of see it from there it was a very interesting class for sure Basketball players bouncing the ball, and 
Green gorilla stops and runs out. And at the end of the experiment, they're asking, they asked how many times the ball bounced before the video. So uh -huh. they were looking for that. And they totally missed the gorilla. The green gorilla. Really? And they had to, like, did anyone see it? What the and heck? The person who wrote the book was the person who raised their hand. I saw that gorilla. So that was kind of the basis for how the book started. Yeah. Like half a chapter in. Same. Um, I feel like that can relate to life yeah. a lot. Like you're focused on one thing, but you have all these other things like that, like these possibilities that are in front of you, and you're just missing them. So, like, I think being a i guess not young teenager what would you say like young adult. young adult is what i'm looking for that you need to just keep your mindset open like anything can change like at, like no matter like when so like i think keep your mindset open not being like focused on one thing too fo i mean yes be focused on one thing but like you get what i'm saying mindset open like that gorilla can come through any time is basically what i'm saying like you don't want to miss this other opportunity that might be presented to you. Yeah. I think it's also the book is going into remembering now. It talks about this American baby and how he was raised and how from the moment he was born, everything around him in his crib, the way that people talk around him shapes the person they're going to be. And so it talks a lot about Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like you can't figure it out without trying certain things. Mm -hmm. Like you can't be afraid to go do something because then you'll never know yes. what the possibility is. Like my kind of bunny trail off that like my thing is like let's say like asking a girl on a date like i my ego is so high that i don't want to get rejected so like i kind of steer away from asking someone on a date i was like talking to actually one of my friends about that the other night and i was like yeah my ego is just too high like i need to lower it or somehow it's just like yeah my ego is too high to like yeah to like want a no like i mean i might not i might not even get a no and i'm just too scared to ask like that's how like terrified I am of the uh, answer no exactly. so it's That's like yeah I think for me sometimes I might be the opposite to mm -hmm. where I won't really show an 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you have a have a good balance. I mean, I the thing I tell everyone is like basically shoot your shot. Like if you don't shoot, you never know what's gonna happen. You're gonna regret it at the long run. Um, so it's like might as well might as well do it. Like every man for himself is basically what I tell all my friends. Like yeah, but like like yeah, like this girl might be talking to like two other people. You got to stand out. Like, you got to be yourself. Like, act like those guys aren't even there. Just literally every man for himself. Be you. And just be ballsy, I feel like. Like, if you don't, like I said, like, if you don't reach out, like, you don't know what's going to happen. Like, it could be a yes, it could be a no. And then, like, it's going to be stuck in the back of your mind, like, if you don't ask. I would say, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think. Shooting my shots Clay Thompson. <laughs> Clay Thompson. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think that's one of my goals for 2021 too. Be more, yeah. Be more, I guess. What's the word I'm looking for? Put myself out there, kind of, almost like, kind of lower my ego a little bit, not being worried about like what the answer it is, because, I mean. In real life, yeah, in real life, like, you're not going to find a girlfriend, probably, if you don't ask anyone. Because the chances of, I mean, this this has happened for sure, but, like, the chances of someone coming up to you and asking, a girl asking you out is very low. So, if you think about it, like, if you don't put yourself out there, you're going to die alone, <laughs> basically. So... Yeah. 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 Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, being single is being single is fun to a certain extent until you see like all the stuff on your instagram and stuff you're like oh i wish i had a girlfriend yeah. and it's also like i had a really interesting uh go back to the girlfriend thing though or no no putting yourself first is something that i'm trying to do mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I have certain standards, and if, if a girl isn't, doesn't fall in line with that or isn't for me, then I'm, like, mm -hmm. I'm not compromising myself. That's, that's, I be, yeah, I agree with you. I, I agree. Me and my, uh, one of my housemates, like, basically are, I wouldn't say in the same boat or same pickle, but we both have, like, expect expectations, like, that we're not going under i mean i'm not saying it's a bad thing but like i guess being picky is what kind of also like doesn't really it. help yeah. yeah it's tough because you do have like you're gonna have to like make concessions on certain things but like no one's ideal or ideally you find someone who's just perfect for you and, and everything and 
Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah, you just kind of have to let something go. But it's just like, yeah. I agree. I agree. But I think goal for 2021, my ego needs to get set down a little lower. It needs to go down a lot. Oh, gosh. I don't know. No, I think reaching out more and just balls to the wall, not caring, I think is really what should happen. Mm-hmm. And it talks about how we evolved as human race did, and how we evolved because of they make the argument because of social reasons. Mm-hmm. For, for example, like if you're in a tribe of people back in the day, and someone were to like steal food or something, they would be ostracized from the group, and they would eventually die. Wow. So they all had to work together for their common goal of surviving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in terms of like, there's something about it where it's just, I'm talking out my ass right now because I don't know what I'm talking about, but I kind of do in a weird way. It's like, you know how girls always like assholes and things like that. The douchebags. <laughs> yeah. Um, I agree. I can, I think I can see, I, I get what you're talking about. Like, yeah, I think they would rather have someone that like, I don't know this consider in that under that topic, but like likes to have fun and be adventurous, likes to get out there and like do different things rather than, you know, someone just watching TV, just sitting on the couch, you know? Yeah. Um, I think I get what you're saying. It's just hard to put in words. Yeah. I know, dude. Especially, yeah. How old are you? 23? Yeah, I'll be 23 in April. So just like, I think that's when I'll feel old. When I hit 23. Yeah. Because 22 is just like, ah, oh, it's only a year from 21. Like, I'm still young. And then 23 is just like, ah, 23. Yeah, next you know I'll be dead. <laughs> um... I don't, I don't think so. I got, yeah, I think we got it all. I mean, we covered life. I wrote down life, but dude, how long have we been doing this for? Hmm. Yeah, we could probably go deep on life. <laughs> I can't, I don't care. Or we can do like a part two later on. It's totally up to you. You're the, you're the man of this podcast. I'm just the. Probably good length, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure if we're gonna hit that part of the <laughs> just everyone everyone's probably like all right unsubscribe i'm kidding <laughs> thank you for having me oh my gosh dude it it will happen it it will happen i promise you
I'll get you on uh, some ducks next year. Get your ducks li- get your duck license, get a shotgun. Get some waiters. See you later.